you are the podcast master. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is a uh, very, very random conversation. I, I'll give you that heads up right away. Um, you ever have one of those days where you think you have so much to say and you decide to sit down and talk it out and then all of a sudden you can't remember anything you were going to talk about? Well, this is... One of those cases, but it did actually turn into some really cool stuff, I think. So uh, make sure you check it out. Continue to listen along. It's with my buddy Click Thompson, who you guys all know has been a regular guest here on the podcast. Also, um, speaking of being regular, as of late, the good folks at Bex Sunglasses, B-E-X Sunglasses.com is where you want to go and use the promo code MATT, M-A-T-T, to save you some money. When you pick up those shades for spring break coming up here in just a couple of weeks, personally, I uh, constantly have the Jaybirds with me. I like the Jaybirds because they are uh, they're, they're cool for anything, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's being on the beach, or if it's throwing on a sport coat and a cowboy hat, it works for all occasions. So uh, check out the Jaybirds, but everybody's talking about the Wesleys too, so um I don't know. Dig around. BeckSunglasses.com and make sure you use the promo code MATT to save you a little bit of money on that purchase as well. Don't forget also when you log on to WestFitGym.com and many of you have been, especially here lately. So thank you for doing that. Make sure you use the code MATTWEST now to save you some money there on the gym apparel. But again, this conversation, uh, it started out as just some hilarious things we wanted to talk about. And then once we sat down and started talking... We kind of forgot about all those things, and as per usual, just like it happens when we're on the phone or when we're in the car or uh, if we're at dinner, we started talking about some serious stuff with a little uh, little dash of not so serious. So anyways, hit me up. Let me know what you think. You can always uh, shoot me a, a message at Matt L. West on all forms of social media. You can log on to the website, mattwestnow.com. Or uh, as I always beg of you, make sure you hit the subscribe button to the podcast and uh, make sure you give us one of those five-star ratings, drop a little comment as well. So um, hit me up. Let me know what you think of this episode. Again, it was just a, a super thrown together, fun conversation. I ended up in the Fort Worth Stockyards, Countdown Coliseum. I'll tell you a little bit of the backstory in the conversation, but um announcing and doing television for the bullfighters only event that is going to be on television on the cowboy channel coming up this sunday so make sure you check your tv guide tv guide is tv guide even a thing you know what i mean uh check the guide to find out what time the bfo is going to come on to the cowboy channel going to spend a lot of time in the fort worth stockyards here in the next couple of weeks so if you're around fort worth you're coming to the pbr or a road to the horse, hit me up, let me know, and uh, would love to say hey. So anyways, let's get to this episode of the com- of the podcast, rather, my conversation with Click Thompson. Hogan is number two. What'd you say? Hulk Hogan is number two. Who's number one? The Rock. You're an idiot. idiot. <laughs> so you really think The Rock is better than Hulk Hogan? To me, I mean, you know what? At what? Just being bald? You know what? Shout out to bald guys. You know what? One day you'll think, well, no. Hulk, <laughs> Hulk, Hulk Hogan has done balding pretty well, too. But he's had that little, like, the hair around the side <laughs> and the back. It's great when it's all sweaty and shit. It's just swinging all over the place. It's just, like, in the middle of, I don't know. But he covers it up with a do-rag. Fair enough. Or a bandana. I don't know. Are they called do-rags anymore? Yeah. Were they ever really called? I mean... What the hell is a do rag? A do rag uh, is just. I mean, I know what it is, but where where the where did that name come from? I don't know. That's think about that for a do, minute. Do, I mean, do as in hair do, but rag. I don't know. Maybe probably it was. Okay, an, can it, I be honest? <laughs> I was today years old when I thought about hair do being the do. Part of that. I this is this is how incredibly Caucasian I am. I've always thought like it has not like maybe, had nothing to do. Yeah, with, like do yeah. like maybe that little water on the yard in the morning is <laughs> like maybe maybe it was to keep the water out of your eye. I don't know. I could also see do could also be just like something you would put in your hair, kind of like if you had a perm or you know 
any like a jerry curl or anything like that yeah it, so it could that could also be the term for do but i'm thinking hairdo and then rag most likely it evolved from like a literal rag or something that you put on your head i i i gotta be honest with you i'm thoroughly impressed with the way you can make something completely ignorant sound highly intelligent it's two degrees can do that <laughs> speaking of my brain hurts from just what we've done today we did a little we ran around quite a bit my uh my brain hurts i'm wearing zubas and a hulk hogan t-shirt and i've realized even more so in the last week of my life people are idiots they're <sighs> I, now if you're listening to this podcast you're obviously not in that group i love you incredible people but there's a lot of people in the world that just like they're they're people are amazing creatures they are amazing in both ways and their incredible intelligence and their incredible stupidity yeah uh case in point everything in the world shut down again (laughs) and i'm stuck in south texas watching the best come out in people <laughs> let me tell you nothing like being cooped up for a couple of days a to bring the best out in a human. oh my god it's the it, it was the best like i mean obviously condolences to people who passed away in the pileup and then people and just absolutely it, it sucks for those who were just struggling like i was fortunate and blessed didn't have issues with like losing water or power but and like anybody that was close we wanted to open up to them and if they could get in but when when outside of the negative things, oh God, people are amazing. Okay, I'm I'm later on in this episode, I'm thoroughly going to cuss myself for what I'm about to do. Okay. But let's start by making sure that we know we uh, obviously you feel bad for everybody that's that's went through some tough times here as of late and you know, it was the COVID and then it turned into the uh the ice and the winter weather storm that mm-hmm. you dubbed Snowmageddon. And I think it's more of like a Snowvid Snow 21. Yeah. <laughs> Snowvid 21. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some hard times. But at, this, at the same time, you kind of have to find joy in the negative to Absolutely. continue to make your life better every day. So that being said, what better way to find joy than to make fun of other people? <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> um, I've never in my... Let me tell you something. Texans, you Texans that I'm... Uh, that you, you right, right now that can hear me, that's a Texan. Mm-hmm. Y'all love your Whataburger. <laughs> they don't mess around. love some Whataburger. Don't mess like, around with it. Set in line for hours in a drive-thru. Oh, yeah. Because they love some water. It's not a game, boys. It is not a game. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. I I still don't have the capacity. I it's the lines do not do it for me. I don't have the patience. Me neither. But I I will say I got a lot of entertainment this week. Being stuck in uh, South Texas, ice, snow, all that stuff. But where I was at, the roads were clear. Mm Mm-hmm. It never got really bad. I have I was on the southeast side of San Antonio. Nice. Um, 15, 20 minutes from downtown, but just to the edge where it was nice, nice-ish. Like it, it wasn't horrible. Everything was shut down. Mm. And then Whataburger opened. <laughs> Game on. And I'm not kidding you. The line at Whataburger <laughs> was twice as long as the line at the propane place, which... Obviously, it had a hundred cars in it. And don't need no stinking heat, boys. Man, you need to double you, with cheese. Can you imagine sitting in line for two hours at a Whataburger? Like I'm a Sonic guy. I'm from Oklahoma. I grew up on Sonic. Fair I enough. could, I could see sitting in line for like I don't know. Honest, I'll, real talk. <laughs> I'm not sitting in line for more than five, six minutes. If I'm starving, I'll do twenty. Maybe. Yeah. I just I'm not a I'm not a standing line guy. But if it was Sonic, I could understand. Yeah. What What's your go to? Where 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 would you set in line for an hour to Oof. go? Fast food. Fast food. Fast food. Hour, yeah. You're smoking. That's Fast food. Never. I don't really? think I don't think there's one place. Especially now, here's the thing that blows my mind, and it's better now because you can start to go into restaurants. But like when COVID was kind of in, in full wave, mm-hmm. all there was was drive through. So I'm sitting there going, 
what is taking so long? It's not like y'all was serving another 15 people on the inside. Y'all just got the people in the drive-thru. And there was one night at a Whataburger. I drove off because Whataburger has the gangster AB lane. And I'm sending the A. Wait, well, really? there's two lanes. two lanes, really? Yeah, All most right. of them. Yeah, there's two lanes. And they tell you not to go into B, but the trick sometimes is if like it's during breakfast and like A is packed, get on in B and you'll skip three, four people in the A lane. Right. You know, right. Just because, you know, you're the outsider. Yeah. But I don't care. Yeah, it's 20 like it's minutes. It's a NASCAR race. And you know what? I only do 20 minutes if I get trapped. Like you get to that part where you yeah. can't drive off the deal or can't back out. And you're like, well, I'm here now. Yeah, you're stuck. You're yeah. stuck in line. You can't go anywhere. It's like you've already fastened your seatbelt and the ride started. Here you go. We're in there. Um, you know what I, I kind of wish would have happened? I wish Chick-fil-A would have opened Ooh. during all that stuff. Just not because I wanted Chick-fil-A. I just wanted to see how efficient they would. I mean, I could imagine yeah. the Chick-fil-A. Was it you and I talking about this? The Chick-fil-A people coming out and like full on snow suits. Yeah, and, they're. And boots. and They're on it. They're, they're so efficient. So proficient. So on it. So, and that's what you go for. You know, you go for that customer service. The food's good, obviously, and it's healthy, and there's a lot of good options there, but the service is, you know, what you go for. But, and you can tell that those people, whether they're faking it or not, they come across as though they are excited to be employed. And I don't know, it makes people feel good. I think, I mean, it'll help you, it helps the time go by when you're having a good time. Yeah. You know, why not do it that way? Shoot. Speaking of my brain hurting. I completely forgot everything we've talked about today that we were like, yeah, let's sit down. Let, let's let's do that. Let's talk about that. Well, I don't know. We could talk about. Maybe we'll just cut this part of the podcast out. I mean, but it's. I think this is the best time to discuss I got so many you. questions for the guy that was playing music in Cavender. <laughs> he's a whole daggone. Is it Rio? Yeah. I looked him up. He's, he's legit. So talented. Legit. I was curious about that guitar he was playing because I've seen it before. Would I, you quit moving that microphone around? I'm, it's in my hand, bro. It's not on a boom mic. I'm just, I know, I'm, but man, you're like... Look, you're going to get Chris Rock right now. I'm going to walk back and forth across the stage, and you're going to deal with it. As long as the fine folks at home can hear me, that's all that matters. They can't. Suck it up, buttercup. Jesus. Wow. Aggressive. I mean, hey, you asked for the fire. You got it. Hey, speaking of aggressive, is it okay if I still like Morgan Wallen's music? <laughs> you know what? Did Morgan Wallen, do I think Morgan Wallen's a racist? No. Okay. Did Morgan Wallen make a dumbass move? Absolutely. Amen. Right? You know. Okay, that's simple. <laughs> but here's the thing. Do I need him to apologize? Do, do you need him to apologize? I mean, until I did, he had already apologized before I even knew it happened. Right. Right. And, and when you're in the spotlight, there's certain things you got to do, right. you know, and I respect it. He made an apology. You know, I'm moving on. Yeah. You know. I don't have time to, to ridicule and try to tear this man's da- the deal O-M-G, down. M G, thank you, because we. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll, and you know what? It's the classic. Because people can hate all they want. Morgan made a good record, and he hit like that zenith. One of the most incredible records you know, I've ever. The the record he just came out with, yeah. so good. Made a really good record. He's hit, why are he, we calling it records? Well, I collect vinyls, so that's probably why I'm on it. But anyway. You're a thousand years old. Hey, you know what? It's all about the nostalgia. I'm also not one of those hipster people that just collects records and doesn't play them. That's the weirdest thing. You're not hipster. You're wearing khaki pants, cowboy boots, and a a mustard-colored jacket. First of all, khaki Wranglers. Don't get carried away. I said uh, khaki pants. Khaki pants. The Wranglers. They're just not any pants. They're pretty sweet. I almost bought a pair today. Trying to, we're trying to get you that white pair. I they've know that's, got they've got like kind of the really super faded, yeah, almost kind of whitewashed Wranglers over at that little pop up store. Clean. Oh man, I I tried on some white thirteen MWZs the mm-hmm. other day in uh, Florida. Yeah, I could not find my size or. <laughs> Your boy would be rocking some white Wranglers. It was funny. I thought of you the other day because I was watching the Selena series and one of their outfits they were wearing, one of the guys was wearing those white Wranglers. I'm like, can you imagine? There goes Matt's Wranglers. You can't get them though. Poor Megan. She would have her hands full. If I showed up in white Wranglers and a fanny pack. <laughs> boy, gonna need, she's going to carry a stick to beat everybody off. Oh, man. I mean, that's, that's a whole new level of sexy right there. Uh, no comment. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, fanny packs are coming back. If you're not wearing one, you're a loser right now. So make sure you get on board. Actually, don't get on board yet. Working on some WestFit fanny packs. Whew. Yeah. It's breaking news, people. I didn't those, even know about those. Those will be slick. Today. 
Yeah, I just came up with it. Nice. Like right now. That'd be good. I mean, think as about we it. were talking you about put, it. You put your gym chalk in there. And- no, we don't allow gym chalk. <laughs> it's Why? a pain in the butt, man. I mean, fair enough. But I mean, it's not that we don't uh, no not allow it. There's just, chalk in the gym, folks. A little bit. I've used it. A little bit. Um. Went pawn shopping. Huge disappointment. <laughs> we went pawn viewing. Yeah. It was the quickest in and out deal. It, you know what? It's I like w- when you go in that rest, like in the restaurant, in that go like store on a rodeo, and you realize there's nothing in here I can afford. Yeah, <laughs> you just turn right back around. Yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah, um, I'm not much on wearing a mask. <laughs> I'm pretty whatever. I just I just don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. I can't breathe. Yeah. Um. So don't come at me with all you mask wearers. It's cool. I completely respect either side. Whatever. Um, did I cover my bases there? Yeah, all I right. think you got them Let's pretty solid. On. Anyway. Um, I don't like wearing a mask. And if I can get in and out without it, I'm going to. Of course. Uh, never in my life have I wanted to throw a mask on more than when we walked into that pawn shop. I was, did I just have a stroke when I tried to say those words? <laughs> I don't know. You kind of got a little hung up. I'm telling you, my brain hurts, man. <laughs> You're just worn out from missing your lady. But that old pawn shop was ridiculous. Like, if I lit a match in there, I'm pretty sure that whole sucker would go up. Ooh. I mean, it was like the rankest, dirtiest garage that just happened to have. I mean, it was golly. It smelled like like a like a garage, like yeah, like, like a, a mechanics garage, r- really humid mechanics garage with guitars and power drills and nail guns everywhere. There was a sweet PRCA flag I saw in the corner, but I did see that. I was like, oh, curious who stole that <laughs> and where it came <laughs> it came from. off the flagger. Well, I mean, it's in Fort Worth, so I'm pretty sure that like any band that doesn't do well at Billy Bob's or something, if they can't afford to get home, they just sell their a stuff lot of there. guitars in there, a lot of guitars, a lot that of amps, guitars. All kinds of cool stuff. Sweet guitar. I saw a nice Gibson guitar. They had that one behind the glass. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that like, one will grow some legs. They've sure. got 114 guitars on the wall, and then there's one behind the glass. Oh, yeah. Nice boot collection, too. They look like cabinets in the back. Man. They had it all. That's something like pawn shopping might be a lost art, man. Because of the old vintage shops now. What you mean? Well, places that specialize in vintage things. No, it, they're the same shit. No, they're not. They just put a different name on it. <laughs> I have never walked in a vintage store that smelled like that place. Well, no, okay, take this one out of the equation. <laughs> Might be the worst one we've ever been to. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> Mild stroke, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna, we had a commercial break in my brain. It's That's not funny, man. Like... <laughs> Like, this is probably the worst time we could ever sit down to do a podcast. I feel like I just had this total energy dump. and like, You'd have just, thought we just ate or something. Yeah. <laughs> and we really, we just had some shakes. Thanks for reminding me. We haven't eaten nothing today. Yeah, well. I haven't. I got to go to work tonight. Be like um, that when you're grinding. Yeah. Man. How are you doing right now? I and mean, then the grind just switched it up. You know, you just, this is not where you plan to be, right? That's, that's cool. Like you're just rolling with it. Cause this is totally not where you plan to be. Right it's now. crazy how, and, and I posted this the other day because I think too much, <laughs> uh, believe it or not. Um, I don't come across as a heavy thinker, I'm sure, but I do think too much sometimes. And I posted, you know, stop thinking so much. <laughs> just do things yeah uh when one door closes another door is going to be open just keep your eyes open looking for those doors to walk through yeah everything shuts down again <laughs> ice snow snow vid whatever you want to call it comes through snow again shuts down texas i'm in the middle of a, a a pbr event in del rio texas yeah and the we get through the first day and they tell us the following morning, we get a text message that says the event's canceled today. So we all leave Del Rio thinking we're going to have a few days off and go to Pecos. I get stranded in South Texas. They cancel the Pecos event. And so here I am at home, middle of the week, coming towards the end of the week. And um, one... You said home, which you never made it to. Right. Yeah. And, and so like, let's just... Not to get too personal, but if I'm not at an event, I'm not making money, right? So there's no guaranteed salary for old Matthew. 
So I, I love being on the road because it means I'm providing for our family. I'm paying the bills, those kinds of things. I not only had my revenue source pulled away yeah. because of the weather, I was spending money because now I'm stuck in a hotel. Yeah. And my fiance is at home in the sub-zero temperatures, Crazy. taking care of the house, making sure that the heater's still working, making sure that the pipes aren't frozen, uh, feeding water and making sure that all of our animals are taken care of and all that. And, and look, truth, I went through a really, really low moment yeah. this week and uh, had to kind of pull myself back up out of there and, and thank God for Megan with a little pep talk, like, look, it's life. It's part of it, you know. Um, I just felt, I felt like I wasn't contributing. Yeah. And then I was almost like a weight, like an anchor in, that, that was pulling things down instead of trying to lift. You, you see what I'm saying there? Yeah. Does that I make mean, sense? And it was weird. And I kind of had a similar experience where it was just because of the snow and just not being able to move, so to speak. It was just that 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 cabin fever that lack of movement hey, and you can so unprofessional oh god got a phone yeah. call yes ma'am you're on the do, podcast do, right do, now do. oh live with matt and megan with me and click and yeah actually we are just doing a random podcast uh anything you want to add to it's it so random okay well i'll call you later all righty righty all right love you bye <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it, it was it was kind of a low point, and I was like, man, I just feel like I'm dragging this thing down. I'm spending money. I'm not making money. What am I going to do? And, and I just got to thinking and thinking and thinking. And my brain immediately went from like super down in the dumps to, wait a minute, how do I change this, and how do I fix this for the next time? What can we do different from that point forward? Well, anyways, back to the whole situation we're in right now. So there I am stuck in South Texas trying to get back to Oklahoma. Uh, not looking like it's going to happen anytime soon. I lay down, and it's probably 1130 at night, which is about four hours later than I'm normally in bed. Agreed. And at like 1130 p.m., I get a text message. And I wanted to throw my phone across the room. And I looked at it, and I was like, huh, what does he want? So I opened it, and uh, it was an invitation to come to the BFO. Like, hey, we heard the PBR canceled. Uh, would you want to be a part of this again? I was like, absolutely, because I think what people don't realize is, um, and and complete transparency, he had asked me to come to this event a long time ago. I was already scheduled to go to the PBR, and so it's just crazy how things work out. Look at God, man. But, yeah, absolutely. You can't tell me that. You know, God doesn't have ways of doing little things to take care of Providing. his people. All but the yeah, time. So, you know, it worked out. And so Texas, BFO, it's going to be on the Cowboy Channel here uh, probably a few days after this podcast drops. But all is good in the world. It'll be good. Sun's shining again, man. It is. You know, snows is melting. Ice, ice is melting. Very little ice left. People are moving up and about again. We were kind of surprised last night because there wasn't a lot of places that were open or places op didn't even open yesterday. I'm like, man. That would have been the time to really capitalize on just people getting outside the house again and moving around. It's like, man, that's time to make money when people are just craving it. And, yeah. you know, but looking good. We're staying busy. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's the best way to describe it is like just stay busy. Yeah. You know, you got to keep your mind busy because if you, if you slow your mind down too often and, and allow other things to infiltrate your thoughts, then all of a sudden your brain hurts like mine does today. <laughs> Yeah. What was the quote you were saying before we started? Before we started? Oh, which one? I had a couple. The 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 first one, the one you had said before. About Matthew. Oh, the one I said before? Yeah. The one I said before was uh, history. I put you on the spot. I'm the sorry. The history one? History. No, the other no, one. There was a different one. What was the other one? Let's talk about the history one, though. The history one I had, I used to tell, uh, for those who don't know, I used to teach uh, on a college level at my alma mater, Virginia State University. And I used to tell my students that history is not just meant to be read. It's meant to be written. And just kind of to tell them that, you know, you write your history every day. Um, actually, I just read Matthew McConaughey's book, uh, Green Lights. And one of the, the chapters was live your legacy now. 
and, and uh, you know, every step, every part of your chapter, you know, I've always been a person about order of operation and having your ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way, like your example of what's going on right now, you know, you got to have your ducks in a row to capitalize on the opportunity. Yeah. You know, and I always tell people that, man, it's it's way easier and you will thank yourself so many times later when you focus on, you know, living your legacy now and trying to write history and do things big like that. Dusty Tuckness said a couple of times in the gym this morning, uh, and I've heard a lot of fighters say this, um, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. All the time. And that's, that's so true. You got to be ready for anything. And I wrote this down. I, if anybody ever went through my notes on my phone, there's so many like just quotes and, yeah. and positive thoughts and things that pop into my brain or things I'll read. And um, I wrote it down. Basically, what I said just a minute ago, you know, when one door closes, another one opens, you've just got to keep your eyes open looking for those doors of opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, I never thought this was going to happen. I never thought, but, but, had I been prepared, I mean, obviously I'm prepared to, to do the job, but yeah. it had never even crossed my mind. Yeah. You know? And then, boop, out of nowhere. Yeah. I really can't remember that other quote you gave me. I, the one I gave you. I can't remember either. It was I'll so remember good. it we'll, since we'll we'll hang up the phone, but yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, reading things, what were you doing before we started? Before I started? Yeah. Oh, go that's... back, Go back through this. <laughs> I was, because uh, we had joked about... Uh, the love language deals and I had done the, the Enneagram test or whatever well, I guess it talks about your personalities okay. but I, that's new to me yeah that one is I think more spe- specific to like who you are as a person just general likes and qualities and preferences and and I think there are some similarities to the love language but it's not so much specific to how you interact with another person or what attracts you it's more of just who you are as a person is it like like alpha male or like creative or, creative stuff like that or, like you know okay. things creatively that would interest you or uh just habits gotcha. all that kind of you know are you um some of the things that like you would apply like acts of service or things like that gotcha. how how they affect you it kind of an overall thing might have to do that one i mean not i don't know it's just curious but the love language thing is so different because it actually gives you a tool. Like I truly believe it gives you a tool to utilize to help better your relationships. Because when you know that like this is how this person is affected by things or how this person reacts, then it's, it's a little different. I think too, uh, like we had talked about quiet time and then also knowing yourself is like, is and i hear it all the time especially when you listen to motivational speakers or people just trying to be positive the easiest way to be positive i think is knowing who you are truly because then you can live in that and and live in your purpose and then going back to the other quote living your legacy um you know if you know who you are it's way easier you can understand how to communicate like love languages or just with other people um so that's what I like. It's important to know who you are, though. Yeah. Um, whether you take that test or not, I, I've never taken it, but I'm, I've got a pretty good grasp who I think I am, and I'm very confident in being that human. Uh, we don't always do that because we feel like we have to fit into what everybody else thinks we should be. Yeah. And I talked about that in the last episode. You know, there's so many young guys out there, so many young girls out there that feel like they've got to do everything to fit in with the quote unquote cool crowd. And that's great. You know, that's, that's great. But I'm, I'm far more interested in doing what makes me happy and makes me feel good about the person I am. And, you know, obviously those relationships like family, you know, what makes those people happy? So yeah, the, the Enneagram test is a personality test. Um, and there's nine types of, I guess, different personalities, uh, my highest, I'm pri- my primary type is a one. Um, what do you, what does that mean? That is so, and it, it even gives you like a graph. I can show it to you so you okay. can see it. Yeah. Um, but where is one? I don't know if it talks about it. Like two is, uh, described as a giver. Um, oh, yeah, I three is an two. achiever. Oh. Four is an individual individualista. Five investigator, six is I can already tell you Megan's five. Yeah, five. <laughs> no kidding, right? Oh man. <laughs> you know. There's like the challenger, the enthusiast, the peacemaker. Um one is perfectionist. Oh, gotcha. I'm a I'm a ninety eight percent match as a profession as a perfectionist. But you couldn't even remember what it was. 
98 percent not, not 100 98 <laughs> hey okay so when but you number look two at is a giver which is 95 when you started looking at that test did you have in your mind what you thought it was going to be yes well i didn't know specifically what the nine tights were like gotcha. i had kind of looked at them a little gotcha. bit but um like i don't think it is inaccurate like i am my work and i think my ability to excel in what i do is because i am a bit of a, i know that being perfect is not really attainable there's always you're always especially when you're when you're evolving um but you should strive for that you should strive to be as good as you possibly can but um like for me like and that's what allowed me to like teach photography if a photo's not in focus it's not good enough like i have enough really really ranked photos and one day i'll do like a series yeah. or make a book of yeah. pictures that i just miss focus like they're awesome and they look really? great and they're totally out of focus or like buck and shoots are in focus the writer's not really you know or just like in its inches like i wanted to get someone's eye in focus and i hit their nose or i missed it and but and to me i'm like man that's an awesome picture but it's not good enough Okay, but don't you think it could be artistic and somebody else would really enjoy it? Some people will. There are some pictures that um, are close. Or like, I've I've only done one picture I've posted ever that's completely out of focus. Correction, there's two. There was one I took at a bullfight, and the dirt's in focus, and you can see the bull throwing this kid up in the air, and now all that's out of focus. Really? And. That, and I even commented it on it. It's actually one of my Corona edits, so you can go back on my Instagram and check that out. But Sweet. Uh, yeah, the dirt is in focus because I was laying down on the dirt, and you can see that bull throwing this kid up in the air. And all that's soft. Like, it's out of focus. Really? And it looks cool. And I'm like, normally I would never post a picture that's like what I was trying to get in focus would be. Right. But that one just worked. But don't you think we need to embrace those mistakes and, and show the world that, like, look, even the best oh, yeah. do I have awesome equipment, and I tell people all the time, it does not eliminate my ability to make a bad picture. There's a lot of people out there that that, that follow you mm-hmm. and that now have gained so much respect for what you do as a, as a form of art yeah. that I think that I, I do, being serious here for a change, um, I think it's somewhat inspirational and very... Um, positive for you to say yeah look i i screwed up i thought i had everything right i i went out i'm trying to be a perfectionist but i made a mistake and i'm man enough to say look you know i made a mistake still turned out cool wasn't what i was trying to do but i learned how to fix it the next time if people know like we like just some of the things that happened i've gone to a rodeo and forgot my camera Mm -hmm. i've you know once Actually, no, more than twice. It's happened twice because my roommates had to bring it, my camera to me one time. But you get caught up in the zone. Yeah. And you're like, God, so check off things. Like, because for me, when I shoot something, it's not just take your camera and go. Right. Like, I bring lights, I bring grip equipment, all Which kinds is of ridiculous because I have a cell phone. I have an <laughs> iPhone 12. I can do the same thing. You're right. But I mean, everyone has a cell phone, but they're not me. So that's right. So, yep. You know, but. Yeah, I mean, and that probably will be, and I, I may even do like a little, does people want to see that kind of thing of my bloopers and the, you know, you know, I break equipment. I've, you know, I've taken spills. I've gotten wrecked out a few times. Nothing I think horrible. that's a book. Like, it, I I mean, really, I, that's a coffee table book. So actually, I, I told you the guy we just saw, Buster Fries, yeah. he wrecked me out at Tufts Rope. Oh, really? Years. Yeah. Freaking clothesline me, yard sale. I did a backflip the, in the arena. It was just a bad deal. Calf ran around me, and he was catching calves, and just clothesline me. Bad deal. He never even saw me. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool because you know you just introduced me to that guy, and he's a guy that I follow on Instagram, and it, it's crazy. I, everybody and their dog has talked about this, but when you you feel like you kind of know somebody yeah. just <laughs> because you've seen them on social media, and you finally meet, and it's like, yeah, nice to meet you. Oh crap, that is the first time we've ever met, huh? It, it's weird. Social media takes away that icebreaker a little bit where you would, you know, and in a way it kind sometimes. of some of that awkwardness. Zero. Sometimes yeah. because there's there's times where it's like there's people on social media that have had conversations or that follow each other back and forth, but they're scared to go up and say, hey, things like that. Like That's for me. There it's been, a weird dynamic. <laughs> there have been, there've, I'm pretty decent. Like 
Derek Begay is the only person I've ever gotten like recently gotten weird about. And it's funny because Derek's the nicest guy and his his life ever. The, his needs are so simple and things like that. But he I remember the first time I met Derek, I just wanted to say, Hey man, you're awesome. And like I had nothing else to tell him. But and he was just like, Thank you, and so nice. But like there have been girls, like I may I may see someone and there have been times guys and girls where I'll see you in public and like I may wait to say hi before I like say hi. It's just the weird thing. But yeah, that's the cool thing about social media. It's like you think you know them, but yeah. when you see them the first time and I've had people react to me that way, they're like, oh my God, it's you. I'm like, yep. all the time, yep. since the beginning. Every but, day since I was born. Yeah, I'm, you know, what can I do for you? So, Which is cool. That is a cool experience. Sure. I want to go back to uh, the perfectionist thing because, and, and I get it and I understand what you're saying about, you know, that that is how we should strive to be. And I, I completely agree. So don't take this wrong. But mm-hmm. that being a perfectionist can sometimes hinder your ability to be productive. Absolutely. Um, case in point. <laughs> Exhibit A right here. Took me forever to start this podcast. And I've told this story. And it's like I wanted to do a podcast. I knew what I wanted. I was ready to do it. But in my mind, I had to have the right equipment. It had to sound right. It had to be perfect. I had to know exactly how it was going to go. Fast forward, here we are just like sitting in a room. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah, throw the mics together and let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but, But it hindered me and it hindered my ability to be productive because I wanted everything to be perfect. Be right, yeah. Instead of um, just doing it. I, one of the quotes I have wrote down on my phone is, if you don't like where you are, make a move. Yeah. Think about that. And think about it where you're standing right now. If you don't like the few inches of the earth you're standing on right now, yeah. all you have to do is make the slightest move in one any direction. Okay. Now take that on oh, a God. bigger scale yeah. and think about your life. And we all, we all. All, every single human that has ever walked this face of the earth has had a point in their life, whether it was a job, a relationship, just a bad day, didn't like where you live in something, you bitched about where you were at. It's as simple as making a move. Now, it's not completely going to take you out of that situation right away, <laughs> right. but it's going to get you one step closer to being out of it. That, so just make a move. It's you, man. Like. And and I have projects that and and Matt knows me really well that I've always got something brewing yeah. in my head and it's you know and I I want it to I want it like you said you want it to be right you know because for me it represents me like I'm I'm always my mom always would say when I would leave don't shame the family <laughs> and, and 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 she like would that. and she would say it more as like when I was rodeo and I was going farther away from the house like bro you don't got no home field advantage so. You know, don't be out there shaming the family, you know, because you represent not only yourself, but you represent everybody else. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, in your faith, that goes further. Now you represent the kingdom of God. So you have to mm-hmm. be be smart about what you do. But, yeah, you just want, oh, it's got to be right. But it holds you up. And then you go months. And then somebody else gets ahead of you. Yeah. And that puts you even further back or you lose the opportunity. If there's one spot at the finish line and you're not moving towards it. Somebody else is going to get there. All day. It's happened to me so many times, and it's going to happen to me a million more times in my life. But what I'm getting at is those things that I really want, I'm just going to start doing. Uh, I've got so much encouragement over this podcast over the last few months because I I did the last episode was with Wayne Brooks and Randy Corley, and I was talking to Brooksy, and I said, man, you know, it's just hard for me sometimes to just bother people and, and like kind of be pushy about yeah. let's do this, let's set a time up. And not realizing that, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Like, I just always feel like it's a bother mm-hmm. to people. And I hate for, I mean, you think about it. Time is the most valuable mm-hmm. asset, you know, a lot of people have. I don't, I don't, I haven't, Gary V says that's the most valuable asset that we have as humans. I'm not so sure that I agree with that. I think it's something that's definitely debatable yeah. and, and worthy of, a pretty awesome conversation, but time is, is, is a valuable asset. And to ask somebody to give an hour of the day, that's that's a full hour. There's 24 of them in a day and you're going to spend eight of them sleeping, six to eight of them sleeping. (laughs) 
So what is that? I mean, you got what, 18, 16 left? I don't, I, I, and I want to say time is something that's kind of universally respected. I think time is something that demands respect eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, like some people figure out that, hey, my time is really important and I need to be strategic. And then, you know, that like, you know, getting your ducks in a row. But, and then I think if you don't respect it at a certain period of time, then life teaches you like, hey, you might have, should have done, I could have, wish have, you know, would have, should have, could have. And that's a lesson I think we learn every day. Yeah. I'm, it's really driving me insane that I cannot remember that quote. <laughs> like, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. one I said, like, before we started. Yeah. I really wish I remember that one. I don't know. I think that, I think I said this the other day. I think faith is our most valuable asset. Indeed. Did I just have another stroke? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'm having a hard time with words today, man. <laughs> like, I'm having a real hard time with words. Words are hard. Words are difficult. Words are hard. Words are difficult. I mean, there was the Matthew McConaughey quote that I told you about. You know, looking good won't cook the dinner, but it'll get you a seat at the table. Right. Yeah. Which I which I liked a bunch. I just fin- like, obviously, like I just said, I just finished reading his book Green Lights, which is really good. And good. I, ear- I earmarked several pages in that deal. I'll be going back to that book, but it was just cool. It's like a a first half greatest hits kind of thing of his his life and just how he made decisions. And there's a lot of, I don't like where I am right now. I need to make a move throughout the entire deal. It's, it's, and he's, and it's, he's so self-reflective and introspective and you, and he gets to this point he's like, this is good, but I'm, I've gotten comfortable or I don't like the thing that feeds, feeds him for a lot of his stuff is I've gotten comfortable or, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm being challenged or, you know, and then, and he could be living the most, you know, just had a newborn or just found his wife or, and he's like, okay, I got to make a move now. Cause the thing that makes me, me is not what I'm doing right now. So I need to get back to that. Or I just need to get lost for a weekend or a month or something like that. I think there's a difference in comfort and complacency. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we need to be comfortable in in who we are but not always comfortable where we are at. Yeah. And I think that's where complacency comes in. And I, I hate it. I hate complacency and, and Megan can tell you that, and, and again, that's where I go back to, I think too much. And I'm kind of like you, my wheels are turning all the time and it's like, what's next? What's next? What's next? How do we grow? How do we get bigger instead of, you know what? Hey, I've got this No. to, to sound super cheese. Um, <laughs> I've got this flower. Yeah. I just need to water it, maintain, take care of it, and let it grow into this big, beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it's going to turn into. Instead of, damn, I need to make my garden bigger. I, yeah. need, I need to plant more. I need to do this. You know, maybe maybe I need to spend a little more time focusing on that one. Yeah. that's That's been uh, a thing I've gone back and forth with in my head of, of managing things because there's always new projects that I necessarily want to try, but there's also this, you know, maybe I need to versus trying to do three, four things. How about I focus on being really good at two things or being really good at that one thing? Um, Okay. But what happens when you are really good at that one thing? Okay. So, so like like, it becomes you, I guess, but it's not necessarily always positive too. Um, You kind of get consumed by it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we've been fortunate that what we do are in many times or in many ways, it's the thing we would do because it's what we love to do. Absolutely. And then when you get too consumed in it, then it becomes a job job and and you start to it starts to pull you away from sometimes the things that you want to do. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh cuz I've caught myself looking at life and some yeah. some things I do as a job and then um you stop mm-hmm. and that's where your mindset shift comes into play and you go, "Wait a minute." Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Because I started doing this. It was a dream. Yeah. It's something I love. That shouldn't have changed. Yeah. Like that there there's nothing about that that should have changed. Yeah. There might be some rough edges around <laughs> that rose bush. Indeed. But at the top, it's still that so big, beautiful bloom. Yeah. And you know, okay, but if you just focus in if you get your camera right and you focus in on the good part. Yeah. All that other stuff still just kind of blends in in the blurry section. It does. That's how it's supposed to work. That's how life is supposed to work, I believe. It doesn't always work that way. True. Obviously. But that's where I I continue to take myself back out of it and change my mindset and go, you know what? Yeah, 
still pretty pretty blessed pretty fortunate yeah pretty lucky it's always it's always cool to have those moments and and i think you know counting your blessings is the coolest thing you can do sometimes because when you stop and go oh man i can i can afford to buy that burger or i've got power i've got running water you know oh i'm good you know i'll be fine like when you go will i be all right in the next 20 minutes and you're like yeah like there's no you know debate for it it's like okay yeah we're good we're all right this is a way different direction than i thought we were gonna go (laughs) when we sat down i thought man this is great like cutting it up and and because we're talking a bunch of crap because we're tired and got itis and we're sitting here in the in the saturday sun just chilling being Uh, you know reflecting on life i guess so man It, it is definitely not the direction i thought we would go but nevertheless so okay so back to the the quiz thing you're gonna take the love language I mean, I at can. some point, well, you want to do it? You started. You started filling it out. What's no, the, I haven't started. Oh, well, I'm at it now. What was the quiz you you pulled up and it started putting you in an age bracket or whatever? Yeah, started putting me in. So this is the since Matt and Megan did the love language quiz. <laughs> Figure, you know, for 2021, we just had Valentine's Day. Let's spice it up. I'm a male. Let's do gender. Do you want to be my administrator for my quiz here? I, I do. I'm gonna and go ahead and do this age thing because no one needs be- to know that. Before we jump into this, you're not you're not in the top bracket. That's I'm not sure. in the top bracket anymore. Um, the youngins. But speaking of uh, 2021, we were talking about the difference between like setting New Year's resolutions. Freaking a! That was you're the- welcome. <laughs> I got you. I got you. That's why we. That's that why we changed gears deal. really quick. The whole deal. That's yeah. the whole reason we were going to start oh this podcast. Oh, my God. That was the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> okay. So, I like, Jesus. Look at God. Anyway, so, probably because we're not, like, at this point when you say Happy New Year, it's like, yeah. bro, what are you doing? It's yep. like telling someone Happy Birthday and their birthday is not till October. Yep. But Makes no sense. Um, I, I talk about people we had, I had mentioned, we had a previous conversation. We were talking about New Year's resolutions and and. I've never been a, a New Year's resolution guy. I've always been the kind of person that what I want to do is in my head. Because, like, if that's what you want to do, like, it's like someone, it's like asking someone to try to talk you out of something that you already want to yeah. do. Like, there's, you know what you want to do. But the thing I've that thought about was everyone's got goals. Everyone's got resolutions. Everyone's got, you know, this is what I want to attain or this is what I want to make or this is what, well, you know, this amount of weight I want to lose. But I'm like, but no one ever talks about your plan. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, what's your New Year's plan? You know, we I got a goal. Okay. So how are you going to get there? You know, you know, because I don't, like I said, I don't write down resolutions. I don't generally write down goals, but I write down plans and brainstorm on how to get there because, uh, you know, the roadmap is a lot of times is and the process. Um, I've had a lot of people come to me and they've asked me just for insight on photography and things like that. And I don't like to talk to people like an old head and you need to, you know, pay your dues and this, that other, but in a way I do say the same thing in that you need to trust your process, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, when you get an opportunity in whatever field you're doing, things like that it's, you want to feel ready. Mm-hmm. Like the fake it till you make it thing is fun <laughs> until it doesn't work out. That's right. <laughs> you know? So, like, I mean, that's one thing that I try to challenge myself, and I would challenge anybody, man. Just when you have a goal, like, take some time and start thinking about your plan for it. Yeah. You know, j- don't just speak it into existence. How are you going to do that? Because when you know, uh, when you know what you want to do, and then you figure out how you're going to do it, it's just oh. I struggle not so much with the plan, mm-hmm. but like if, if it's got to be right. Well, it, like Megan made a comment the other day. She's like, you know, your starter's broken. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, snap. That's the truth because yeah. I can put a plan together. Mm-hmm. But my plan always starts at like step two. Yeah. And step one is me just moving forward in that direction. Yeah. And, and so everything I was talking about a minute ago is like what I struggle with. And that's why I bring it out because it is something that like – there's things I want to do and taking that first step towards doing them isn't always easy. And so I'm continuously working on getting out of that comfort zone and getting more, you know, 
making sure that starter turns over yeah. and gets into gear and goes goes where I need to go. Yeah, every and like that's kind of the reason I read that book recently was just fire in the belly. Like how you know how do you? So it's hard sometimes just to remotivate yourself or just. And sometimes I look at people's work that aren't photographers or just something because I always like people who are good at what they do. Like, I think that's the coolest thing in the world. Like, someone who's proficient. Like, I saw a video the other day, and it was just people who, like, packaged stuff or, like, cut onions or, like, filled ketchup containers. And what? They were, and they, it was just, like, factory workers. But, like, their proficiency at what they did was – it was off the charts. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. To be that good at something that look, you know, and we take it for granted. Oh, here, here's a ketchup packet mm-hmm. or a little ketchup cup thing, and then like you see someone with a box and they just filled up forty of it and it spill a drop of ketchup. You're like, okay, that's pretty slick. It, it, you know, a whole new outlook, <laughs> right? Things because you know it's kind of like that undercover boss thing. You bring somebody off the street to do it, and they're just like tearing up everything. Man, you know? I got into uh, Grant Cardone's yeah the the undercover billionaire yeah. thing or whatever it was. I didn't get to watch the whole thing yet, but but I have to go back and watch it because that is so interesting to me. I, I listened to him talking about it on a podcast the other day, and and um, it's just it's crazy. It, it's amazing that people can take all of their success and and mm-hmm. they no matter how successful they get, they always have the same mindset. Yeah, you know, a, yeah. A, at least now they can expand on that mindset and change the way they think about certain things, obviously, because they have mm-hmm. more uh, income, more financial success, obviously can mm-hmm. change the way that you do things and change your process. But at the end of the day, you're still working like you're hungry. Yeah. it's That was one thing. And, and I've heard it said a couple, bunch of different ways, but like realizing that, you know, the dream is not the destination. It, you know, the dream is a journey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, when you hit that point, you know, the next thing, you know, when a bull rider wins a world championship, uh-huh. what's, what's next? the what's next? You know, because you're always going to be a world champion at that point. So then what what are you chasing? Some guys fall off. Some guys go to a whole different level. Oh, I want to do this now. And it's like, oh, well, I never thought about that. Or I want to win eight world championships or I want to ride the most rides in a season or, you know. And and that's I think about that every day. Yeah. I'm not a obviously a, c- a competitor or mm-hmm. you know not an athlete, but I'm a competitive person. Absolutely, I'm a goal oriented person, and it's like I had goals starting out. Those goals shifted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met those goals and started working towards other goals. But now it's like, okay, what's next? Absolutely. Like what can, what can we go? What can we achieve next? Or what can we do next? Okay. Um. I just realized, like, I've worked over a decade of PBR World Finals. Crazy. 11. Crazy. Um, That's awesome. God willing, 2021 will be 12. You know. My goal was to work one PBR event. <laughs> I've done four event. and it blew me away the other day. One PBR event. Yeah. Not the finals or anything like that. One finals was end of the yellow yeah. brick road type goal. Yeah. Right. 11 of them. <laughs> so, obviously, the goal is get to 12. Yeah. Um, then does the, is the goal 13 or is it 20 Yeah. or is it something different? You know, um, you just, you, you never know. And, and, and keeping that hunger too, you know, because let's say you have 11 just saying, Oh, I want 20. I said, well, how do you make 20? Cause I mean, how do you keep it fresh right. and new? And that's the beauty of like the finals anyway, with any type of, that's the cool thing about finals events is that they generally always feel fresh and new right. and you got that feeling all oh, and it's time. a good reset too yeah coming out of there okay so that being said what what keeps you going what motivates you well actually recently i i uh i tweeted that i, I wanted to be in a book that like i think my one of the goals oh, this is, is to, so cool is to be uh in a book written by or just a book that keith ryan cartwright wrote because he's finishing up he just finished but it's coming out later this year his black cowboys book i can't and, wait by the and way. he tweeted me back and he said black cowboys volume two and i'm like exactly that's like, so cool like that is you talk about a fire yeah you know or and or like i told you yesterday when you went to the bathroom we walked out and we're in cowtown the coliseum and i said hey did i tell you they're gonna put a picture of me up here in 20 years <laughs> <laughs> and if you've never been in that building the whole outside like of the concourse is like the texas rodeo cowboy hall of fame and like bill pickett and all kind con- any person donnie gay everybody is in there and i'm like 
and there's a few photographers so i'm like game over that's where i'm gonna be i want to be here i just bought a jacket that says uh pro rodeo hall of fames uh, i like to tell people oh, i was just you know buying a ticket from where i'm gonna be you know <laughs> but it's the having those long-term goals and then it's like oh but i want to shoot this rodeo or i want to do that rodeo and or, you know, I want to continue. I want to shoot for as many Western companies as possible. Yep. You know, I want to be that guy. I, uh, you know, I always wanted to be a Hall of Famer because yeah. I was around Clint McSpadden so much. Mm-hmm. I did a podcast last episode with Randy Corley, who's already in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Wayne Brooks, built Hall of Famer, you know, um, guys that will be anyways. Um, PBR doesn't have a Hall of Fame. Yeah there's there's no place for announcers to go commentators things like that and so then i'm like "Mm, hmm. i mean maybe maybe be the first maybe figure some figure out a different goal um but you talk about like going into the hall of fame and things Mm -hmm. like that one of my goals is to be the voice on a video in a museum i know that sounds so crazy but i and i've said that before but it's like i don't know i i remember going into places as a kid and for some reason, those voices on them videos, I, was, cool. I just said, listen, you know, so anytime I get a chance to do stuff like that, it's, it, it's, it, it's cool. And it's cool. Like even at the, that's not event. what motivates me. It drives me. <laughs> away. I'm going to be in a museum. I'm that's a voice. A museum. <laughs> in 1932. Right. Yeah. Even those old ass videos <laughs> still sound so cool. It is cool. Cause then you're, you're immortalized. You're part of history, right. you know, being, you're creating a legacy. You know who else is immortal? Uh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> you know what? He is. He is without a doubt. That's right. He's he's that shirt is bananas. Uh, it's it's awesome and it goes great with this with these pants. <laughs> like if this was if this was the if if you told me, all right, you gotta pick one outfit, you gotta wear it everywhere for the rest of your life, this might be it. It's probably why I haven't bought you anything Hulk Hogan stuff yet, because it's gotta be right. And like, look, you don't have to be a perfectionist, bro. You know, I'm, you know how I am. What, what, what would it be if you had one <laughs> outfit the rest of your life everywhere that I wore? Yep. <laughs> denim on denim on denim. Swimming pool, workout, everything. Denim. 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 That, that's been my 2020 deal right now is denim. Like dyed denim, blue denim, all the denim. Okay. Uh, speaking of dyed denim. Yeah. Uh, you've been you've been online going crazy. you've been going crazy like a rodeo queen dying jackets yeah. i love it because i'm gonna i'm gonna obviously uh reap the benefits of it indeed but man i went home and had a little reset i went back to virginia and didn't pick up a camera for two weeks and got on eBay, and I got on this denim on denim or triple denim deal just loving the canadian tuxedos and I found some jackets that were super cheap, and I found two that two of the same one I liked. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna dye that. It was I went on this weird artist kick. I'm like, I'm gonna just dye this. That's a and whole nother business venture you got right now. I'm. It's gonna get crazy. I feel, <laughs> but it was because I've gotten and I knew like the jacket I wore today turned out really good because someone off the street that I didn't know liked it. That was good enough right. for me. And, uh, but yeah, and I dyed this first jacket green and I didn't know how it was going to come out and talk about perfectionist. My mom's watching me like set up the whole deal to get, <laughs> get the trays and the salts and the whole deal. And she's like, I have never <laughs> in years watched you like prep for something like this. Cause my brother's like, he's the, the, the homemade drill kind of guy. And like, but like if I'm setting up easels and stuff like that, uh-huh. that's when it gets weird. Like if I'm setting up to shoot something, then I bring out all the stops. But this is the first time, like I'm breaking out tables. I got rubber gloves. I got tongs, spoons, the whole deal. It's a science project. And I did that first jacket and it, the green jacket, if you're wondering, I'm sure most of y'all seen it, but, and then that's something I did during the, uh, snowmageddon. I died four jackets really yeah and i only have one two of them are mine and i sold the other one (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah i just recently did uh if you've ever seen a wrangler jacket and you see like the little yellow orangey stitching on the thing i just did one that matches it perfectly and i was pumped just to nail that you know what you ought to do tell me take your little logo Mm -hmm. patch and sew it 
onto either the inside of those jackets or on the bottom, like right, you know, the little thing down at the bottom. The one I sold, the, the girl that bought it, she had me sign it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. I mean, it's, and that might be coming 2021. Yeah, I, I dig it, man. I'll start. I'll have to sign yours, I guess, or put a patch no, in there. No, it's okay. I mean, it's that's right. fine. I mean, I'll oh, you're going to resell it? Jacket. That's no, fine. Just, Fair I'll enough. just take the jacket and wear it. I mean, yeah. I'm just <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I'm just kidding. kidding. But yeah, that's been my new artistic new venture. That you Amazon die? Like, are you, are you getting on Amazon and buying dyes like crazy? Sometimes, like I found there are a couple Walmart you can kind of cheaper. Oh, okay, got and uh, but I specific colors, like when you start looking up color formulas, I'm just that, trying to picture you sitting at home with nothing to do, and like if you're anything like Megan, Amazon dude, is a hotbed. Let me. So this jacket, I saw a jacket I liked. So I see a color. Uh-huh. And here's the thing that people know: like if you print a piece, print something, and then look at it on the screen, the colors do not match. Right. So you've got to, so then I've got all the lights off in the kitchen just so I can get a decent <laughs> color. And then I would like airdrop the picture to my phone so I could look at it on my phone, but then look at it on the computer. Uh-huh. And then like, that's kind of close. It, it was out of control. That's Try, just trying to match colors. But, See, I never would have known. Oh yeah. Like I, I go in on it. Perfectionist. Awesome. And it turned out sweet. As soon as I dunked it. And like the, you could see the threads on the Wrangler deal match the color. I was like, nailed it. I'm good. So, so where are you gonna be five years from now? You gonna be at, at Clicks Jacket Dying Warehouse? You know what? what? I might have a, a a denim store or like a you know making jackets, making stuff like that. Also selling stuff. You never know. You know, photo studio, denim location, garment house or something. All in one. All in one. Hey, look. Come get I, you a new jacket and do some photos. I've been talking to uh, Megan about some business ideas that are similar, kind of yeah. one-stop shop type ideas. And who knows, man? I figure now's as good a time. I don't want to be the 80-year-old sitting at, in my rocking chair going, man, I wish I'd have just tried to live out this dream or I wish I'd have just tried this. Or going to Sonic when you're 60 and you look across the street and there's that idea you had all pop Bingo. up. Yep. Man, I've never really stopped and thought about that. Like, how many people have walked into a place and and had that idea yeah. years ago and went, "Oh, it's a son of a gun! I could have been making a killing." Can you imagine that feeling? That'd be sick. It's like me when I wish I was a repo guy. When all those TV repo shows were on I, TV, hey, that's like, not funny. I, I did some repoing. <laughs> I went on a job one night and they were like, "Hey, uh, you licensed to carry?" And I was like, "Yeah." You might. Okay, be. so we'll pick you up at like one a.m. And I was like, "I'm not sure. I want to go on this one." <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that anybody ever knew that other than the guys that I went with. Well, there you go. Um, jeez, sure you think, you think yeah. Tiger King is sketchy in Oklahoma boys. Let me Check tell out the you something. You go to, go to repo at like 2 AM. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, it's oh, yeah. I, that's yeah, that's yeah. probably pretty nerve wracking. I forgot about that. That's a, that's a straight up legal heist. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Good. Yes. And people, it's, I mean, it's never like the the preacher that's like, "Oh yeah, go ahead, take it." No, take no, it. I missed. We made I missed I too many payments. payments. Yeah, I hear you, you, you guys just—they're just doing their job. Boys have a nope, blessed never day. those kind of people. <laughs> never, <laughs> never those kind of people. It's the people that'll sit in line for two hours at Whataburger in a drive-through. It's those serial killers that that, that you're taking. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, speaking of, I think my cat's about to have more kittens. Oh my lord! I don't know. Well, what else? I got. I, I'm. I just looked at the clock, and you got to walk across the street pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. I just got a text asking me if to shoot the event <laughs> from like from the Coliseum. Really? Just now. Are you prepared? You I have, have a your camera. Stuff? I did bring a camera, so I can take pictures. Never leave home without it. Not anymore. And I and I drew. Funny thing about that, I left the house, drove around the deal, the neighborhood, and came back and got a camera. Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. All day. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. There you go. There you go, man. Uh, just keep your eyes open for opportunity. And when Boy. you do see them, take them. Yeah. Like when you see these sweet ass Zubas <laughs> pants online on sale. Scoop them. Get them. That's Z-U-B-A-Z. <laughs> I think I don't know. They're I bought them just like everybody else. Yes. I need a I need a Zuba. Gotta get deal. You some Toby pants. I feel like what? Toby pants are Japanese pants that they like construction workers and scaffolding guys wear. They look like MC Hammer pants, but they're called Toby pants. No, I'm good. I'd rather look. They're like comfy. A 
like a 1990s pro They're wrestler. They're comfy boys. Thinking about getting a uh, mullet. Anyways. All right. Um, hey, sorry we wasted so much of your time. If you made it this far into the podcast, but don't forget, you can follow Click at... Click Thompson on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Don't block me. <laughs> and the website? ClickThompson.com. There you go. All right. Uh, don't forget Matt L. West on all forms of social media. Make sure you are grabbing up those Beck sunglasses using the code Matt, M-A-T-T, and... You can use the code Matt West now at westfitgym.com. Pick up all your Westfit gear. Appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks, Click, for doing a random old podcast. We might have to do it again. Why not? I'm 1,000% positive we didn't talk about anything we said we should talk about. Fair enough. So we got another episode coming. Smith to be. Coming soon. See you guys.